Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Liz Enton. She's the co-founder of Emeranton and the author of WTF Just Happened. <laughs> Liz, welcome to our show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So very provocative titles, first for your book as well as for your company. Let's just first start with your company, Amaranthin. Where did that word come from? Did you make it up yourself or is it a word that I don't know about? Just kind of share with us the origins of your company name. So Amaranthin, it is, it means a couple things. First of all, it is a purple flower and it also means eternal. So I, and I, my apologies, I actually should know what language, but it, it does mean eternal. And the reason is because of our company, we want to work with existing very high-end dermatology quality, dermatological quality beauty products and put them into refillable bottles. So eternal means, you know, we want, we think the packaging should last eternally and not be single use. We feel that the creams keep you looking young and vibrant eternally, the ones that we are going to select to work with. And I mean, not literally eternally, but you get yeah, the concept. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and then the earth, we should really live eternally and not be just disposed the way we're treating it. So that I feel Amaranthine encompassed kind of our three main principles. Nice, nice. I was shocked when I learned a few years back that plastic can last 500 years. And I was like, wow. And there's like this, I think there's like this, um, there's this like a garbage patch in the South Pacific where the size of that patch of garbage is the length of the contiguous US. And so I don't know if people realize how much garbage we as not just Americans, but the world actually create. So for you, what inspired you to even get into this business? I mean, were you always very conscientious about the world or just mindful of that? Or what, what sparked the interest of creating this company? Well, in regards to zero waste, I mean, it just, the more I've read about it, it's really scary. And we're not going to have this earth forever if we keep treating it this way. And just, yeah, it's just absolutely not sustainable the way we're living. And I even remember as a little kid looking at how many people there were. And I grew up in New York City, so I saw a lot of people. And I would see people putting things in the garbage can. And it, I remember asking my mom, just saying it didn't make sense, where would all this garbage go? And with this many people, it just didn't seem like that was possible. And, you know, I mean, I got used to it. I stopped thinking about it so much because I was young. I was like eight years old. I remember wondering that. So, and then as I got older and I started learning more and reading more, it kind of the logical intuitive realization combined with what I was learning just made me realize how this, I mean, it's just absolutely, we cannot live this way. It's just not going to work. Yeah. Interesting. And relative to your book, WTF just happened? What inspired you to write the book? So that is a completely different brand and story. The two are not related at all. That is, it's kind of a slightly off the wall topic, but 
I was raised in a very logical, science-minded, atheist upbringing. We're culturally Jewish, but didn't believe in anything spiritual. And I do still consider myself an atheist, but there was a loss in my family. And I decided just on a whim, was there any possible valid evidence of an afterlife? And so I Googled, and then it kind of turned into a rabbit hole. And I met, decided to go interview and meet with a lot of people. and it turned into this kind of fascinating exploration and really interesting people. And I decided to write a book about the story, but not so much just the interviews, but kind of my personal experience as I met all these people and learned these different things. How many people did you interview? Um, well, it wasn't so much an interview. I started going to events and I ended up friending people and I, you know, some became some of my good friends and I read tons of things. And so it's kind of that whole process rather than formal interviews. And it wasn't even initially meant to be a book. I just went on my own and started doing this and it ended up being so interesting. I decided just to kind of journal and blog it for myself. And as I continued doing that, there was, it just grew. So how long were you on this journey for? About five years. Wow. So five years, and again, your, your subtitle says, a, a sciencey girl explores grief, healing, and evidence of an afterlife. And since you were in this journey for five years, how come you chose those three very specific subjects? That was really the core of it. Um, it I guess the logically, I wanted to explore if there was evidence of an afterlife at all. I'm sciencey. So why, why is that? Well, so all those three things are very heady and really deep, right? So like grief, it's like, okay, did you, you know, you mentioned you lost someone and then healing, is it from your own experience? And then afterlife, again, it's like, those are just very, um, you know, heady topics. Yes. Um, I guess, I mean, I just find them fascinating. I guess that's just always been a part of my personality. I get really interested in things and intrigued and I love to explore and learn the various layers and what could be out there. And then plus, obviously I had a big emotional investment in it. So it wasn't neutral. And I mean, it's something we all, every one of us has an investment in. So it just. So so let's talk about some of that. So, so grief, I mean, as you're having conversations, you you learn ways to grieve or or just kind of like, how is the book arranged? I mean. It's okay. So the grief was, just a natural component of what I was doing because through the research, I mean, or experiences, research makes it sound a little more formal than the whole experience was. Um, You know, I'd meet people just going through all their various types of grief. I mean, including many people who'd lost children. So you just would see, I wasn't necessarily interviewing experts and their techniques, but just observing people, seeing, you know, how, some people feel so guilty laughing, but as soon as people do, how much better they feel, you know, when you'd be with grieving parents, how some just more in my interactions with people who were going through grief of various kinds while I was going through my own process and meeting all these, yeah, really just different people as well as, you know, some of the experts who do the research also have been inspired to do it either from their own grief or they're meeting people going through different forms of grief. So I guess it was 
kind of the an emotional layer to the actual research I was doing. And and so I'm just trying to exp uh, understand. So you know we don't just randomly walk to a bar and meet people there and we just start having a grief. So like is there is like more of a a planned out thing here or, or your grievings and then you start talking to people and then as you talk to people they introduce someone else you're like whoa this is like so interesting to learn from other people i'm just kind of curious about okay. the, the journey yeah it, this didn't i wasn't going into bars to do this i mean sometimes we did end up in bars but <laughs> i the whole initial first thing i thought i'll try to make a long story very short was you know, I've read plenty of science fiction and science fiction, a huge majority of it ends up coming true, such as, you know, everything from like FaceTime, if you see something from the 1970s, turning back time is a component of science fiction. So was there any possibility to do that? Some reading into Einstein's theory of relativity. It's in theory, time is not linear the way we think it is. Yes, it's possible to travel in time but only in theory not in actuality because it's just you know for multiple reasons obviously not doable but in theory it is so then from there it made me think how limited are the laws of the universe from that ended up another layer of googling you know initially my original thought was consciousness is a result of our brain neurons but if that happened once not bringing in spirituality or karma or anything could that happen again to create another existence as another person in say 200 years or 200 years previously if so are those memories stored anywhere googled along those lines i found two child psychiatrists dr ian stevenson and dr jim tucker who are studying cases of kids with past life memories reading about them they are on the board of some organizations that study this research so i found all the scientists on the board and then from there there were events, there were everything from like scientists who studied mediums, where I went wow. to some events where some mediums were. So through that, I started to meet the people and be befriended a lot of them, both guests and the researchers and the mediums. And that was where that whole, the whole story is about the, me interacting with these people. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's a very unique perspective. Liz, Thank thanks you. so much for being on our, our podcast. How can our guests stay in touch with you and learn about your book? They can go to my website, which is wtfjusthappened.net. And they can also, they can find all our social media for my book there. I'm pretty active on our social media channels. And if they are interested in following as we build out Amaranthine, which is a little delayed due to Corona, but we are gonna be really engaging with our audience, they can go to amaranthine.us. And we also have our social media channels all linked there. Awesome, well, Liz, thanks for being on our podcast. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you wanna turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, Go to ChristopherKai.com for details.